Hello, welcome to a, another edition of the Horror Vision Horror Podcast. I'm Sean. I'm Ray. And this is going to be a quick little uh, Beyond Fest recap. So we uh, a few days ago we went to the Joe Bob Briggs How Redneck Saved Hollywood and followed that up with, uh, we returned later that night, well moments later really because Joe Bob went <laughs> two and a half hours and it was brilliant. But we, we then saw uh, Stuart, uh, I think it's Raphael's or Raphael's, uh, Tammy and the T-Rex. Look it up. So we'll, we'll start with this and then uh, we'll go into the Joe Bigos night, which we just got home from. So yes. Ray, how what did you think of Joe Bob's How Redneck Saved Hollywood? Uh, you know, I thought going in that the, um, the Joe Bob was going to be perhaps a little bit boring, but it actually was a lot of fun. It had a lot of history, surprisingly. Amazing, um, yeah. Like all the way back to like you know um, late Elizabethan uh, England, yeah. Basically, to <laughs> like, define where redneck. But it comes was from. Um, it was super entertaining. It was it was it was funny. He, he you know he is a he is a comedian by trade and he, he does well, um, applying that. It had a lot of film references. Uh, not all things that I would definitely want to see, but there was a lot of things that I was like, "Ooh, what's that?" Yeah. And like. <clears throat> you don't want to be an ass and sit there on your phone the entire time. So as I was, as someone said tonight, like <clears throat> who was there, I kind of hope that he does commit something to paper or like a book or something or an essay that you can then reference back. Yeah, like, right. Ooh, what's that movie? Or you know, what, let me check that out. Like I don't know. If he doesn't, then uh, I'll probably shoot him an email at some point saying like, Hey, I was there for this. Can you put out the list of movies that you mentioned and talked about so that we can possibly hit that list up? Yeah, um, that's a good idea. Your thoughts? <laughs> I, I was just really surprised. I mean, actually, you know, I just said a moment ago, he took it back to the late uh, 1500s to Elizabeth's England to define where rednecks come from. But also, really, he also defined, like, Presbyterian. Yeah. And which, I mean, that's huge. And, yeah. you know, you, that's one of the things about Joe Bob that I love. And so I didn't grow up with him because I didn't have cable. So my first exposure to him was on Shudder with the first marathon. It's mine as well. A year and a half ago. And the thing, like, he's funny. I like his aesthetic. But also, he starts talking and you realize, like, this guy doesn't just know a lot about horror movies or drive-in movies or drive-in culture. This guy knows a lot about, about everything. everything. Yeah, and it's impressive. really impressive. He reminds me a little bit of Hunter Thompson <clears throat> in that respect where there's just a, just a, a, I mean, even more so maybe, like a wide, just a, a breadth of... of um, Fresh bre- air. Yeah, well, I, yes. I mean, you know, just to add to one thing before we move on to the next movie, um, we're going to be quick and brief, but... Uh, you know, I haven't had as long ex- exposure as a year. It's been maybe six to nine months when you first mentioned it to me. And I have this background of like, I used to look like a virus program. There was, an- there's another guy who's on LA still here. I can't remember his name right now, but you know, it's, it's a lot more of like, you know, cheesy jokes yeah, coming yeah. back. And then when I started watching his stuff, cause he doesn't have these commercial breaks, he just breaks into the movie and then goes back to it. The thing that I liked was that he uh, is so well informed. Yeah. And when he's breaking, he's telling you stuff about little factoids about the movie. He's like a, it's almost like watching a film with the, um, you know, with the, the extra the commentary, track, with yeah. the commentary track. Definitely. But you don't hear it the entire time. You're mm-hmm. like... You like get these break-ins and it tells you about the movie. Then yeah. It's like, let's just go back and watch the movie. Yeah, let's go back and watch so the movie. So you get to experience these films 
and and get these like little factoids, and it's a neat way to get some of these movies. And honestly, some of them, ooh, it is so much easier to try and watch these as these versions because otherwise they would I would be think be hard as shit to watch. Well, because some <laughs> of them, some of them are so bad, but also <laughs> like I I was always afraid of Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer when he ran it on his show in the spring, his his double feature that Shutter did every Friday night for like six or eight weeks. I knew I would watch it because at least it wouldn't be fully immersive and, you know, he would break it up a little bit. So I wasn't as afraid of it. But I'll just leave the Joe Bob segment with one thing. If you're unfamiliar with him, just uh, go on YouTube and look up Joe Bob Demons. And it's him talking about the Demons franchise from Italy. And it, it's it's both brilliant and hysterical. So now, yeah. after Joe Bob, so we then left and... Pretty much came right back in for Tammy and the T-Rex. And so this is a movie that apparently I had never heard of before, oh, like maybe three, four I'd months ago. I never heard of either. So it was a movie in the early 90s, a very young Denise Richards, a very young uh, Paul Walker. And uh, apparently it was shot as the, what we saw, but was then edited to be a, like a, a kid's movie, a family film, movie. Yeah. So they edited out the gore. And the basic setup is... Paul Walker and Denise Richards are in love and he gets killed and a mad scientist takes his brain and puts it in a mechanical T-Rex, as you do. And then the T-Rex wants revenge and it wants to reconnect with the girlfriend and it does both. I can't imagine what the bloodless version so, looked like, but this was, I mean, it's so bad it was great. It was amazing. Yes, yes, yes. Just to add a little backtrack on this, like, uh, background, um... This is the same guy, if uh, you're listening out there and you, you, you're like curious as to what other films this guy has made, he uh, he is a bad movie artur. Yeah. Like he, he, he's, he made Ice Pirates, Mac and Me, Mannequin on the Move, The Philadelphia Experiment, um, all of which I've seen. Um, and that's not to say like I like bad movies. Yes, I do. do. I love like if you're out so, there and you haven't seen Rockula, check it out. Um, uh, Forbidden Zone, excellent movie as well. Um, but it's such one of the things that I, I I liked was that they did this interview with him and uh, Jonah Ray beforehand, and he asked him about the film and he said because of the budget constraints and the time and everything that they had to work with, he looked at his, I think it was his riot, his, his producer. Yeah. And he said, well, we really don't have a lot of options. Why don't we just make a, a just a, um, campy movie, a campy movie. Why don't we just do the camp? And they're like, okay, let's do that. And he made a excellent campy movie. Yeah, it is it really was. fucking hilarious. Like it, you know, it could have just been gore. It could have just been bad special effects. But it, it has these extra little touches of humor. And, like, we were sitting there and this crowd was loving it. They were fucking laughing their asses yeah. off. And, like, it is ridiculous. It's bad. I can't imagine it without the gore. I thought the gore added an element to it. And, uh... Well, it's just it just tells you that it's so aware of what it is. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. I mean... It, it, it's and, crap and it knows it and you know the, the, like the way what, <laughs> what is the director's name oh uh his name is uh oh jesus Stuart rafael okay i was close so he, i mean he basically just said this guy calls him up and says i'm gonna have this animatronic dinosaur for like two months i want to make a movie can you can you write one and he was like 
you know, I looked at my wife and she said, we need the money. So he said, yeah. And <laughs> I mean, and this guy, and it was, it was uh, him and one of the actors, uh, one of like small part played the drunk uncle. I forget the actor's name, but oh, they, yes. they were being interviewed and you can tell that they're just like, I can't believe I'm in front of a crowd of people. Like this is the Egyptian oh, yes. theater filled with yes. people that want to see this movie and want to hear me talk about it and are asking me questions. And yeah, they're, they were kind of like, they were honestly quite shocked like yeah they were t- they took it very well but they were honestly pretty shocked that there was like people that were there to sit and watch this movie that they were like you know this is bad yeah like, like you know this is garbage yeah. and they're like yeah that's what but, we came for like but, and it, but it's not it's totally not garbage i mean it's it's not a good movie but it's a it's a very good not good movie yes. and vinegar syndrome is putting it out on blu-ray i think they said Black, Black Friday. Friday. It'll so, be out on Black Friday on their website, and apparently it, they're going to have it. It's their big push for uh, the holiday. It, it's their, worth seeing. I mean, I don't yes. know. If you, I don't know if you want to buy it. I would say I'm not going to buy it, but I could see buying it. If you have a friend, or you're the friend that does this, if you're the guy that buys bad movies, and then you're like, everybody come over. We're going to watch The Room. We're going to watch Rockula. We're going to watch Forbidden Zone. This is your movie. Go yeah. buy it. Invite as many people over as you can. Tell them we're not taking this seriously. We're going to sit here. We're going to drink beer. We're going to eat pizza. We are going to make comments or jokes. Yeah. Don't be afraid to laugh at every fucking silly thing that you find. Yep. Or just go, that was ridiculous. Yeah. You'll have a good time. Have a good time with it. And yeah, you'll be good. Get this. Otherwise, you know, if you're just a comment, if you're like, oh, I don't know, like, don't, 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 don't do it. Yeah. Like, if you wait can... until you have that opportunity to see it in that kind of situation. Exactly. And and if you if you can see it in the theater, do so. Yeah. Uh, okay. So moving so along. So tonight we went and we had so they they did the Joe Bigos double feature. So Joe Bigos in the last year filmed Bliss, which is, he wrote and directed, and then he also filmed for Fangoria, a script he did not write. Called VFW. So they started with VFW as a West Coast premiere. I think it's only played at Fantastic Fest before tonight. I mean, they just recent. I think they just finished it like a month and a half ago. Um, the, the editing, the post stuff. So it's the usual Bigos um, team with Josh, Josh Ethier, and um, uh, uh, I'm going to blank on anybody else's name, but a lot. Of, Graham Skipper's in both movies. Um, a lot of people. And well, he got the the thing. The other thing to know about this is that he got a lot of like Hollywood legends. Like he got well, so for VFW, he got, yeah, he got Martin Cole, famous for playing Reese from um, Karate Kid. Karate Kid. He got Stephen Lang and, and Fred William Sadler and David Patrick Kelly and and Fred Williamson and George Went and um, it's it's uh, it's a uh, you've seen Assault on Precinct Thirteen. You got it. It's this. Girl runs into this BFW old bunch of old guys sitting around in a bar, and there's this new drug, and she's being chased. She's by being people. chased by the people who want the drug back, and the drug lord, and, and the people these, that are on the drug, and the people that are on the drugs, which are kind of like zombies, because they're they're all on the drug, and they siege them in their VFW. Yeah, it's a siege, siege movie. It's but it's fucking awesome like yeah, it's, it's really so good. much fun it, it 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 knows why you're there to watch it it doesn't skip on the violence it doesn't skip on the brutality and you know most of the crowd and i found myself just sitting there at moments just either laughing or cheering, cheering. out loud like yeah yeah there's a good sense like, of camaraderie which then they had a panel after that movie 
uh, with most of the people there. Williamson was there. Cove was there. William Sadler was there. Bigos and Ethier was there. And Sierra McCormick. Sierra McCormick, who played the the, the girl. The girl. Yeah. And uh, the gentleman that played the villain, I forget his name. But, um, you know, you saw the camaraderie between these old movie stars there, yeah. too. You know, it was like Williamson and Cove Absolutely. had this great connection. Sadler, and they were all kind of giving each other shit. And, I mean, Williamson's a ham. He's great. He just keeps grabbing yeah. the mic and saying yeah. shit. And you get the feeling he could have talked all night. Yeah. And it, it was just so that, and, and Bigos even it, said, this informed the whole, this is yeah. what the set was like. Like it, these it guys came just through, It, it thankfully and, came through really well in the film because yeah. they're all, they're supposed to be a bunch of war, old war buddies that are sitting around like telling stories, getting drunk all the time. And, you know, you're sitting there and you see them at this panel and you're like, God, this is why this movie works too, yeah. because you... You like these guys. You want them to make it through. They're a bunch of old guys, but you're like, ah, oh, fuck, I hope they don't make it. I hope that dude doesn't die. Like, yeah. you're like, oh, man, he's he looks like he's pretty hurt. I hope he makes it. Like, they're a great group of guys. Like, yeah. if you walked into a bar, you'd be, you'd be a bunch of old guys sitting at this bar, and you'd want to have a drink with them. Yeah, they reminded know? me of my, my, I, my bar in Chicago that I used to always go to, the Gaslight, and there was a bunch of dudes that I befriended they were all like either uh, ex-cops or off-duty cops and like just Brian, Pat like those guys they're not listening but it was just super cool like to kind of get folded into their little and would literally sit like around the you know the bar like at the one end um, wrap around the side there and I it just it's a very bar movie and uh, I if you know what yeah. what I'm saying if you if you've had a bar in your life that you've loved I'm talking about but a bar I'm not talking about a fucking b dubs <laughs> or some bullshit like that I'm talking about a bar tavern um, it, also, it also has like a very much of like it's it's very macho it's very macho but but in a, in a, in a, plays in a, very in a well, really though. endearing way yes and, and it yes. has this weird kind yes. of judge dread vibe to it too like there's this what do you mean, dread? Not judge dread. 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 Well, <laughs> well, I'm referring to the character, not the fucking movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I won't refer to the Stallone judge dread because no matter how many people now are like, oh, well, I think we should reassess. Let's not. It's shit. But dread would be the movie based on judge dread. But I just mean judge dread in general. That kind of world, like it has this. You know, it opens with this thing where it's like, oh as, yeah, yeah, as yeah. America's uh, opioid crisis worsens, a new drug hits the scene, and it's, it's basically it's, it's the worst ever. Yeah, and it's just you know, it, supplies are short. People will do anything to get it, and so it kind of hinges on that fact. And but it sets a stage. There's almost an apocalyptic vibe to it, but not not quite. You know, it's it's closer than that yeah. to to what we know. So, so now, before, actually, bef- before VFW, uh, a movie, a short called The Dunes, that I don't know anything about. I'm gonna... Well, The Dunes was actually before, yeah, it was before, oh, sorry, yeah, you're right. Before yeah, it was VFW. before VFW, so that was the very first thing. Um, I, I, I don't know anything about it, and I tried to look it up, I didn't find anything. I'm sure there's something somewhere, but um, it, it was pretty cool, it was... Uh, probably like maybe five, six minutes long. Yeah. Effective use of the time. Um, you know, three people in the cast. Just It was just cool to see a short, like, play before these two movies I was really looking forward to. So, hats off. I wish I had more information. Um, but I also didn't expect that. Like, I knew about the other short, which we'll get to now in a moment, but I didn't know anything about this, so it took me by surprise. So, it was a nice surprise. So, we had The Dune, 
the the Dunes, sorry, and then VFW, and then we had Josh Josh Ether's movie uh, short Gutter, and that was re like so impressively shot. It was pretty disturbing, and um, I won't go into the content, but it was it was good. It was it was a, impressive, a very very effective short film, and just really well shot. Like they made man, there was some some like exterior shots and some like really wide like cityscape shots that I I was really impressed with. So that was very cool. I had so I knew that was coming. I had seen them tweeting about that uh Josh and Joe about you know that was going to be playing between the movies and then finally we get to Bliss. Yeah. And this is now on VOD. I totally re- recommend anybody support this movie. Support all these movies, but support this movie cuz you can right now it's on VOD. But I will just say that you will never recreate the experience that we had in the theater because it was just a sensory overload. Yeah, I mean, part of it was that, um, oh, I found a little bit about, uh, well, yeah. I found the director. I didn't find the dunes listed on IMDb. Okay. It's, um, I guess it's too new. It's part of the Halloween. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, deal, but um, apparently this director has done a lot of shorts and like done some TV series work from what I'm seeing. Um, what's the name of the director? Uh, uh Chelsea Lupkin. Okay, Ch- Chelsea Lupkin. Chelsea, Chelsea, thank you for sharing Chelsea your movie Lupkin. with us. Yeah, I mean, I'm um, curious if it's on Hulu for Halloween because they might have shorts on there. I'm not sure. It is. It is on the. Okay. Like, when you when you look up Hulu, if you want to see it, you can go on Hulu. Uh, look up Halloween because they're they're actually they, you don't have to have Hulu. They're actually showing the shorts so you can check them out and oh, see them. That's cool. Um, which is nice because I think that they had more shorts playing in the next. Theater. Yeah, I think they've so, been interspersing them through the whole Beyond. I'm probably, we're pro- I'll probably try to search some of those out because I mean they were saying like this movie's really good, but unfortunately we we're in the first theater, so you don't want to suddenly ditch what you're seeing. Yeah. Um. Oh, I'm sorry. Bliss. We're on Bliss. Oh, yeah. Bliss. No, yeah, good. Bliss. You know, for one thing, it starts with this warning of if you have photos trouble with photosensitivity to strobes or 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 flashing lights. This could cause seizures with you. So you kind of know, like, whoa, what's going to be? And it, it, we're sitting in a theater. It's 30, it's, it's, it was shot on 35 millimeter. It's a 35 millimeter screen there. The sound system was pumped up. Yeah. It's the best it, sound and picture in LA. It has, it, it is a bombastic film. Like, it has a lot of, like, metal and, like, death rock. And, like, it's, it's a loud movie. Yeah. So you have a loud movie with these flashing lights and images, and it's it would be yeah, it's like you said, it would be like you'd have to have something like a really big screen and a fucking kill, killer stereo that your neighbors would be like, shut the fuck up, yeah, right, for you to be able to recreate it because it was intense. Um, there were times where I was like, Jesus. Well, I know like um, some of the camera stuff. I saw somebody yeah. compare him to Gaspar No. I forget there was like a, a tagline for this movie where it's like Gaspar No meets somebody else which isn't exactly right but i know what they mean because there is he does a lot of movement of the camera even in like non-traditional like 360 or upside down or well there was there was like scenes where like there's the scene where she's she keeps trying to call people and she's walking around the room over and over again so they've got a continuous shot of it's tracking her and she's and the room is blurring behind her and then there's a lot of shots where like it's the cameras on her, which I think is a steady cam shot, and like so, like the camera's right there in her face, and we're getting her reaction to shit as she's moving towards things. Um, 
So it has like it, it, it it's it's it can be fairly disorienting. Like well, if it, you're if you're the kind of person that is gonna have problems with uh, motion motion and... or things like that, yeah. Like if you saw Blair Witch and you were like, ooh, ooh, I don't know if I could handle this. Like it's gonna be a rough trade for you. It th- th- those those shots. I don't know if that's a steady cam or like a GoPro that technique where you can tell it's like wired yeah, to it's them, mounted to so them. it yeah. moves the way they move, yeah. and it's becoming more common. But yeah. that really helped. So the movie is, it recreates a drug psychosis very, 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 very well. (laughs) And it's a very personal thing. And so it's disorienting because you're sharing this other person's disorientation and it's really coming through. The the method that, that Bigos shot this really conveyed these personal things and it's disorienting and, and... Just really effective. I I feel like he has gotten so confident as a filmmaker, and part of that I think is him grasping like a more artistic side. He's I think he's a very pragmatic filmmaker. If you've seen Almost Human and Mind's Eye, I mean I'm tempted to say in some regards like I those are um, more traditional as far as the way action is is blocked and shot and stuff like that. And this is a little bit more like chaotic and frenetic and. Yes, and it can be disorienting, so. but very it's done so. really well. Where very I will say, so. like one of my problems with, I don't want to tangent too much because we'll save this for a full episode when we cover what we've seen. But seeing three from hell, one of the problems I had with it, all of the action scenes early on in the movie are shot in a similar, like oh, a frenetic, way, but in this way that like just looks awful, oh. and it doesn't ultimately mean anything mm. except like they're trying to create this chaos or whatever oh i got but you. here no it's there's it's some of the purpose it's yeah and there's an aesthetic at play yeah. that is re- like absolutely it, it, it it couldn't be shot another way yeah and i i mean For i it to work the way it does yeah no. i i had a few small pacing issues with both vfw and bliss but nothing nothing at all like i absolutely adore joe bigos's movies and i think he's just gonna get better and i mean i I support support his fucking movies because I think they're yeah. great. I think he's an important yeah. filmmaker. I've thought yeah. that for yeah. If you a saw Mind's now. Eye, um, you know, great and movie. you liked it, good. Go check these out. They're different. Like you know, I don't know quite. I, I never thought about it that way before, but I guess yeah. Like uh, because if you saw Mind's Eye, you're gonna get like, oh, it's like a Cronenberg thing. Yeah, but and Bliss like, is so an art that movie. feels like a Cronenberg thing. Um, VFW feels like a carpenter, <laughs> yeah. but I don't mind that. It's no, very, no. If, it, if it's a carpenter, it's a love letter to carpenter. Um, uh, much in the same way as it follows as a love letter to carpenter and, uh, bliss. Yeah. Is, I guess is his, is, is doing a Casper Noah or going and doing an art house uh, horror film. Um, Shout out to that lead actress though, oh, uh, Dora Madsen, damn, who man. was also in. She was also the henchman of the villain in VFW. Oh my goodness! If you're listening to this, you are so sexy. It is painful in both like, movies oh in totally different God. ways. <laughs> both movies, again, yeah, both movies in totally different ways. And like, man, I, I was sold on how hot she was when we were watching VFW. Like, she's a badass. She's a badass in VFW. Well, she's her almost first, got, like, a Mad Max kind of vibe She's got, to, like, a Mad Max. Well, I mean, it's not only that. Like, the first thing that happens is these two dudes walk into the room. Yeah, she, and are panicking. She goes up to the one guy and just fucking machetes him in the head. 
And I remember sitting there thinking, like, she is super hot. I kind of feel like she could punch me in the face, and I'd enjoy it. Ray is really into girls with machetes. She, you know, I don't know. But you are hot, and if you want to come over in those, that outfit and punch oh. me in the face a few times, you can. I don't mind. <laughs> Woo! No, I mean, she did an excellent job in both yeah, movies. Yeah, she's but, great. But Bliss, she's great. fuck. Like, Plus, I'll give her the credit, because in Bliss, goddamn... She's naked so much in that movie, and like to see the kind of performance that she yeah. has to put out, and like, well, it's a raw, that, dude. It's a fucking raw performance. Yeah. I mean, it it is it, it's and impressive. That, that like psychosis, like she really, really, really undergoes this this like oh man, I don't know. It it, it I was so impressed with that movie, yeah. and I just definitely rented on VOD. I mean, whatever. It's good. It's it's, um, it, it's good. If, if you hate it, write us. We'll send you your money back. Oh, there you go. I don't so, know about that. Okay, so we're, we'll have another full episode. Do you hate soon. it too bad. But in the meantime, <laughs> for the horror vision, I'm Sean. Then right, and we're out. <laughs>